Carmel Jane with the Carmel Jane Talks Business Podcast. We are here to unearth real stories from female entrepreneurs about their journey to success, get inspired and discover top tips, advice and real life experience on how to start a business, grow a business and create something you are truly proud of. Today's guest is the wonderful Jill Tinney. She's here from B Collaboration and we're going to be talking all about how collaborating with other people can really help to build a better place in the world. What's What drives us? What's our purpose? What's our why? This is going to be a great, inspirational, motivational podcast. Tune in, listen in and remember, if you like what you hear, rate, review and subscribe because it really does help other people to find us. Enjoy the show. Oh, who doesn't love that song? This is me from The Greatest Showman. My name's Carmel Jane, and this is the Carmel Jane Talks Business Show. We are here every Wednesday from 1 to 3, though we usually just play songs for the last half an hour. Um, and we talk to, um, this is for female entrepreneurs and really getting inspiration on how they can grow their business. Um, and today we have a, a very wonderful Jill Tiny, um, who's done all sorts of different things. But first of all, Jill, you told me you sang This Is Me. <laughs> I just put that on without realising. I, I know. I love this song. Um, I've always been a bit of a singer. I was in opera workshop when I was a kid. Ah. I know, do a bit of opera, get me. Um, and my daughter is now in a choir and she said, Mum, there's this guy, um, wonderful conductor whose name escapes me at the moment. That's the menopause moment going yeah. through. <laughs> um, and we were, had an afternoon and there were about 300 ladies, couple of guys, <laughs> and we sang this all in harmonies. And honestly, it's the most emotional and wonderful, empowering afternoon ever. That song has got Just a lot of... Shivers down your spine kind yeah, of stuff, doesn't incredible, it? incredible, incredible. Plus the story of how she got the part in the first place I love as well. Oh, yeah. On YouTube and Hugh Jackman, yes. that's, that's, that makes me cry. Yeah. Probably because... Um, I'm good at lots of things, but singing is the one thing I'm oh. so bad at. <laughs> I bet you could be if you tried. It's just I'm giving Tim lessons just to kind of go, can I do this? But no, I'm um, I'm like I should go on X Factor as one of the worst people in the whole world. I'd be I'd make it <laughs> as one of the worst things. But anyway, enough about singing. Okay, we have the wonderful Jill Tiny who's done a whole load of different things, haven't you? Well, yeah. When you get to a certain age, you find you look back and you think, flip, I did all that. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> but we keep busy, don't we, us girls? We you were talking earlier about how so many opportunities come your way and it's like bright, shiny object syndrome. It's like, mm. oh, let me do that, let me do that. No, I want to do that. And all of a sudden you look back and think, flipping heck, how did I fit I did it all, all in? in. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's as your business grows, and I, was, I think I was saying to you off air as well, that I'm trying to shut the door on some opportunities that are coming, but you get to a certain level mm-hmm. and then doors just keep opening mm. and you've got to choose which ones yeah, you do, yeah. which is why I'm going on a yoga holiday next week because I opened too many doors. <laughs> ah, but this is brilliant because what you need to do is trust your intuition mm-hmm. because there are some things out there and you think, oh, there's pound signs, I'm going to go for that because I'm going to earn loads of money. But there's something in your back of your mind going, oh, I'm not sure, no, it's great. <laughs> and so when you trust your intuition and by going away, you give your brain and your head Chance. some space. That's so when amazing. people say to me, like some of my clients will come along and I go, oh, what I want to do is, is uh, be able to have a holiday. I haven't had a holiday in five years. I'm like, wow, how do you work on your business if you've never had that break from uh, your business? Yeah. Um, and then when they go away, they go, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this, because they've then realised their brain has expanded. Jill, yeah. we've gone off track before we Already, started I'm the show. Sorry, <laughs> Which is good. I was just saying to Jill off here, we're quite similar, we're kind of quite passionate and, and like to talk and I think you must yeah. be quite entrepreneurial as well. Oh yeah, I love so, all the opportunities. Um, you know, which is a good skill to have. Not always that good on a radio show because you don't stick to your programme. But anyway. Let's go. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm only joking. But yeah, so the whole, um, you've, 
you've done a lot of different things. You've got a stationery company yep. and, and you've worked with B&I. So tell us a little bit about your history okay. and what you're doing now. So um, having a stationery company, <clears throat> when my kids were little, um, my husband used to run it and I used to go off and do other things as well. So I would uh, started a ballet school. I used to run the mother and toddler group. I used to help out the kids' school. I then went off and did a degree. Um, and then I helped my mum and dad move. And so many things you kind of just do and do yeah. and do. But after a while, the stationery company, I realised that I'm not lit up bonds. You are so entrepreneur, aren't you? Just <laughs> like I get to do bad dance school and I do this and do that. stationary company. It was just life. And it was this, what you do this with kids. Is that you, you seize all the opportunities, but actually to really grow, you've got to... Focus. Focus, indeed. Yes. Niche, do Focus. Yeah. So somebody told me that I should be a business coach. And I was like, oh, okay. I hadn't even thought about that one. So I went down that road and I still do that to this day. Um, and about six years ago, I was doing an NLP course because mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm an insatiable learner. You kind of want to learn. Yeah. And learn. It's only so many hours in the day and you just got <laughs> to fit it all in. And there I met this guy called Erkan Ali. Um, and he had his... I see now as a visionary, and he thinks in a massive space. I was thinking about my business and steps to success and one-to-one -one clients and how I can help one person and one person and mm -hmm. one person. He said, what if you could help millions? We're like, oh, how does that work? What is that about? And that's kind of where the conversation started around B collaboration. And the more he talked and the more we agreed and the more we were aligned and the more the penny dropped, that this was an opportunity and this is one of those bright shiny objects that mm. I needed to damn well grab hold of because it, it became my destiny. It wasn't something that I chose to do. It wasn't something that um, I was going to make loads of money at necessarily. I might do, I don't know, but it was something that I felt I had to do. It wasn't optional. Because this is really interesting because I think um, you're, you're a couple of years older than me. Look at what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> she still looks amazing and fabulous. I'm not getting my pension just yet, but yeah. I'm not. <laughs> and I just think with life experience, and I'm almost at that stage where I want to give back, which is part of the radio show. Yeah. I'm doing some coaching myself, although I haven't done formal courses, but I really want to help other people Absolutely. seize those opportunities. So was that, was that something that was conscious or did it just come along? Um, no, I don't think it's conscious, but I think it is in all of us. Because when you hear it and when you think, and somebody says, would you want to help millions of people? All of a sudden it's like, well, yeah, why else am I here? Mm. What, what's this reason I'm on this planet? What am I supposed to be doing? And you look back over your life and you can see the little pointers that, you know, even down to writing books, it's like, well, that's what I was good she at. She was just showing off because she's written three books. Two okay. and a half. <laughs> Two and a half books. I've written none. Well done, Jill. <laughs> plug, plug. But no, it, it's, I look back to when I was eight years old and that's what I wanted to do. And of course, people put it out of you because they're saying things like, um, you know, you can't, uh, you, you should go and get a job. Go and get a proper mm. job. A proper job, whatever Did that is. Did you have a proper job? Oh, Yeah. I used, to, <laughs> uh, I used to work for the housing department, local a authority. A boring job. Oh, yes. <laughs> I ran away really fast for the GLC before it was abolished. Mm -hmm. um, and then it wasn't until my husband said he wanted to start his own company that I'm like, yes, come on. And I never thought about, what about me doing my own company? I thought, no, I'll support you because I saw myself as a secondary. Do you know which, what? This is, sorry to interrupt. No, but I know we, we, this is one of those, I'd love this, where we could probably just sit over a bottle of wine and talk for like 10 <laughs> hours. Let's do that. Um, <laughs> I married a photographer, and at the time, husband and wife photography teams were all, we were always there, you know, reportage style had just come in. This was 20 years ago. And I was the one, and I never thought about running my own business, even though my my parents were very entrepreneurial and had their own businesses. Yeah. And it was about helping him push his business forward. And I was a second photographer, and um, I don't know if you say this, uh -huh. but I left him 10 years ago, and one of us, employs 25 people and one of us doesn't. Oh, there you <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> it is um, interesting, isn't it? But yeah. That, but that's that, the way we've been brought up. That's the society we were in and that's kind of how you felt you had to go. And now, because of the internet and because of 
technology, there is no no holes barred. Women mm. and wherever you come from, whoever you are, whether you're short, fat, you know, thin, uh, black, white, whatever your race, religion, sexual orientation, you can do it. You can choose to do it. My guess last week, Joe reckoned it was never a better time for a woman to be in business oh, because it's, it is so much. You know, you can you can start maybe on social media at home or you can get a little WordPress website for next to nothing. And there's Facebook groups and there's yeah. so many ways. And, and things like these... Because you used to work for BNI. If anyone doesn't know, BNI Business Network International. Yes, which is you have to turn up every Thursday morning at half past six and early yes, o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very uh, prescribed networking, yeah. and it's changed a lot now, hasn't it? Well, when you consider BNI started over thirty years ago, mm. it is a different world. And on one hand, it is a bit of a dinosaur because you talk about social media in BNI, and they're like, "Whoa, I don't know about that. What's that all about?" But on the other hand, they're doing what we should all be doing now: is face to face, face to face, and building relationships. So I think people do want that. We can connect so much digitally and with the website, but that face to face, nothing beats it, does it? Absolutely, it's not the same. And you can people say, "Oh, we've got an online community." Yeah, yeah, but got, the, the online computers still have seminars and get-together days and, and things, exactly. don't they? Yeah. It's the face-to-face. Oh, we have to take a little break. and we going to come back with Pink. So that was Pink. And what about us? I am a huge Pink fan. I try and get one of her tracks in every week, actually. <laughs> we are here. This is Carmel Jane with the Carmel Jane Talks Business Show on Phoenix FM. You can listen in online, phoenixfm.com. If you're out in your car, you can dial in on Phoenix 98. And if you want to, get the app. Way to go. You can listen straight on the app. We're here today with Jill Tiny from B Collaboration, and I'm not sure you're up to because we've been talking all over the show. Uh, it's been brilliant. Jill's done loads of different things. She's she's had lots of different jobs. She has a stationery company, um, which is quite large now, isn't it? You sell yeah, we're nationwide. We serve um, specifically schools, so it's called the School People, um, and we can supply schools with anything they possibly need. So that's nice to have uh, a niche. Niching, so, yeah. yeah, way to go. Um, and she does coaching and. We're talking today about B collaboration, which um, is all about collaborating. So essentially it's networking, isn't it? Um, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> okay, let's go. No, it's not networking. But networking happens. So um, if you use the BNI as an example earlier, so BNI are very, very good at teaching people how to pass referrals and get business. Mm-hmm. Uh, B Collaboration is very, very good at helping you to be the best you that you can be. It helps you. There's a lot of personal development. There's a lot of sharing of knowledge. There's a lot of um, open source. There's a lot of uh, challenge. There's a lot of accountability. Mm-hmm. And you might get some business. So it's more personal growth stuff or personal and business growth. Yeah, it's basically focusing on what your passion is. Now, if your passion happens to be your business, then you're going to be talking a lot about your business and you will probably get business out of it. Um, but some people are in a job, as in they have, you know, they've uh, from left school, they've become an accountant and 20 years down the line, they're like, I don't really know why I'm oh. an accountant. It doesn't really light my fire. I dream about doing is working in schools to help kids understand about finance and money and all the things that they should. So it's what we hone in on what people are really passionate about and feel that it's there. You're put on this planet for a reason, and this is why I, I want to do this. So I'm going to share my stuff. I love you, Jill. You you you're a really passionate lady, aren't you? You believe in your I stuff. I do, one hundred percent. Because I know so many people that are kind of wasting their talent. They had talent when they were younger, and we call it this is discovering your genius. Find out what your genius is, and that doesn't mean to say you're a terribly clever person like mm-hmm. Einstein or Picasso. It's what's it in you that's natural. Let's grow that talent, let's put that with other people who are also passionate about the same things, because two, three, four, five of you passionate about something together. Oh, and it just 
things happen. Two, like, it's you, magic. Two brains are better than one. You get more than the sum of its parts. But five exactly. people in a room, you get the same as if 10 people were in separate rooms, wouldn't you? Indeed. And so that, that's why I'm passionate about it because I look at the world out there and I, it's broken. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? You know, politics, dare I say the yeah. D word. No, we're not even going to go no, no, there. No, 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 right? no, no, no. But it's not right. Yeah. It's not right. No, all um, around the world, yeah. You know, the monetary Except system. Except New Zealand. Just send it in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're doing it. pretty good. Yeah. I love the fact that when there was that um, terrorist attack, it's like, okay, we're banning this, we're banning that. And it's it just like, got done. You go, yeah. girl. That was, that was fantastic. That's a whole other show as well. Yeah, Can yeah, I yeah, come but back? <laughs> but, but yeah, apart from New Zealand, politics is broken. But you know what? The monetary system, the education system, we're predicated on stuff that's been happening to. 300 years ago and it really isn't working because did you know Oxfam put out statistics that 1% of the world's wealth uh, yeah is 99% of people have less than the top 1% 1%. and there's all sorts of stats isn't it just horrific and in anyone's book is that fair Mm. now I'm not out for the the communist environment where everyone's got to be equal and it's you know I think the cream should rise to the top but people should change the way they view their life at the moment the paradigm out there in society is fear everything Mm, is based mm, on mm. fear scarcity not enough to go around and competition you're my competition i can't possibly talk to you well hang on a minute if we both coach people you probably do it in a slightly different way to how i do what if there was a client who probably needed both of us wouldn't it be better for the client if we collaborated and gave the client the best so we have got a potential client but they're getting some amazing stuff because we're working together that's the philosophy of collaboration it's like leave your ego at the door you know if you work from a place of love connection and abundance there's enough to go around because I, I haven't actually done this in a network environment but I do with my staff and I just think if you are the kind of person that actually can grow a business to employ people imagine if all employers said I have a duty of care to my employees mm-hmm. and I want to help them grow and do whatever's best for them it would solve most of the world oh, problems wouldn't amazing. it amazing yeah and, and then but this is I'm loving this I don't I know I've known you well we actually bumped into each other at a birthday party uh, it was Ross, book Ross, launch. Book launch. Yes. Ross, yes. Yeah. Ross. Shout out to Ross Wilshire. <laughs> Another photographer. <laughs> we, he, we, he's a, Ross is a photographer. And again, we're talking about collaboration. Yeah. And we talk about stuff. He does more weddings and I do my high volume. But it's really great to have someone in the same industry that you can, you can talk to yeah. about. I'm forgetting this is radio. I'm sitting here nodding. I know. And it's, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. And uh, you are probably a natural collaborator. And there are people out there that are natural collaborators. But some people are living in that fear mentality going so I remember one time I was at a networking event and somebody came up to me and going oh you see that guy over there he's a business coach I'll protect you I'll shield you you don't have to talk to him I'm mm. like he's a business coach I need to go and talk to him we might be able to help each, each other. other yeah and and so it's turning the old school ideals of networking kind of on their head and it's like okay we do the same thing so we better get together yeah. and have a conversation and actually, there's, there's loads of business coaches but there's loads of people that need coaching just like photography abundance exactly and there is enough there and it, to, totally. to try and stay closed as it doesn't work and sometimes it we've been brought up to be like this so when you're at school at the age of five years old you get segregated well the five-year-olds go here and the six-year-olds go here oh and in this class you're better at reading than that person so you sit there and you sit over and everything oh by the way if you're sharing what you're doing that's called cheating you know oh yeah i didn't think of that is it yeah it's not collaboration at that stage and it's like hang on a minute we've been taught to keep insular we've been taught and it's indoctrinated into us that's amazing because if you are sharing it's cheating 
it's not working together. Although they, I think schools do better now, making them do <coughs> group work. Better, yeah, I'm, I'm not still condemning schools in any way, shape or form because I used to be a teacher as well for a little while. <laughs> something else I did. This woman's done everything. I I'm think 100, done I'm 100 things. years old. <laughs> we'll we'll do some traffic and, and what's on guide. Give me, yeah. Will we back? Oh, um, we'll do the events guide. Sorry. I've been talking too much. I've forgotten what I'm doing on the radio. Here we go. Here's the travel. Hey, a short break here in the podcast. We put out short videos to highlight the show on LinkedIn and Facebook. If you see these, it would be great if you could write a comment. Usually they're a bit of fun and it really showcases Taylor, my wonderful videographer, and what he does listening to the show and creating these short clips. Back to the show. Resist playing George Ezra, pretty shining people. On a day like today, the sun is shining. And not only that, my lovely guest, Jill Tiny, who's in here, requested that song. Why was that song? Um, shining people. When you've got a room full of big collaboration people, um, somebody just said to us uh, once at the end of the meeting, well, you're just a group of people that love each other, really, oh. aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, we're happy, smiley you're people. Just, just business hippies. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, this is Phoenix FM. My name is Carmel Jane, and this is the Carmel Jane Talks Business Show. And we have been talking to the, the wonderful Jill Tiny, who has done a whole load of different things. And she's talking to us today, which I thought was networking, but it's, it's called Be Collaboration. So it's a bit of personal growth yep. and where people get together. And it's really about, you might have three photographers or three web guys or three guys. That's, that's a bit <laughs> People, they could be ladies um, or, or coaches, or whatever. And, and it's about working together. Yeah, and it's interesting that it might not necessarily be about their day job. It might be something. So it, you're being led by your passion and you're being led by um, what you want to put out in the world. So there might be an accountant will be passionate about education. So somebody that's already in education and doing workshops and things goes, hey, why don't you come in and help me with my workshop? And together we can do something else. So it's um, sharing of skills, sharing of talent and fulfilling the purpose and that's why be collaboration we always talk about context uh, understand your why so if you take that down to individual levels what is your context for your business and some people go uh i need to make a lot of money that's uh. not your context that's not really your why it's when times are getting tough and maybe you're pushing your business to the next level and you're like oh i've got these problems i don't know what to do what's the reason you get out of bed in the morning and carry on and i guarantee you it's not the money because you get to a certain level and you actually you need to be motivated by something exactly more than that. so we think about what is your context and once you tune into your context and you really understand what it is you can move mountains and so we're continually talking about context in B collaboration and our context is moving from fear scarcity and competition to love connection and abundance so every individual you are, business hippies I love it <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you get, they don't they don't all sit around and um and do yoga. No. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not we yet. never say never. <laughs> and it's quite. Um, I looked on your website. It's quite. It's not. It's not a girl thing, is it? It's quite a good mix of men and women. Well, funnily enough, when we first started, I had a lady sidle up to me at the end of a meeting. And she goes, "Where are all the girls?" I'm like, do you know what? I hadn't even noticed. Yeah. It's so um, gender neutral. It doesn't matter whether there's boys or girls in the room. But actually, then I looked around and went, well, you'd better invite some then because I don't, <laughs> you know. And so now we've got in some groups, I think there's probably more ladies in the Hartford group than there is in the Surrey group. And, you know, London group is predominantly male. Who, who knows? Mm. So... Uh, no, it's, it, it but really attracts... I like attracts. that because I am a big champion of women and this is predominantly targeted at women and giving a platform for women entrepreneurs. Yeah. But actually, if you can create an environment that is going to attract the kind of people that, you know, love and collaboration and things, that it doesn't have to be gendered, does yeah, it? it's irrelevant. But I think you've been around long enough and so have I. We've been in environments where there's 
been a really male-dominated networking environment yeah. and inappropriate comments and, and just Ugh. that whole stereotype of what's going on. But you've created somewhere that it doesn't need to be gendered. Well, what's interesting, we had one guy who was an entertainer who came to see what was going on. And at the end of the meeting, he said, I'm sitting here trying to work out who the ego is in the room. Who's the macho man? We went, what do you mean? He said, well, that's my entertainment. He said, I'll go to corporate events and I'll spot the person that's all ego and I'll take the mickey out of them and everybody else loves <laughs> it because this guy is always the big I am. He said, but I can't do that in this room. And we went, well, there is no, no ego right. here. We all leave our egos at the door. It, so you don't have that competitive, I'm better than you, you know, put down scenario. Is there other groups yet? Because this sounds quite unusual. Um, we, we've got a few. So we've got um, three in the home counties mm. and we're launching uh, one up in Liverpool, which is quite exciting. Oh, wow. Um, so I just want to get as many out there as possible so that people can experience what it feels like. And everyone says it's like this energy in the room. Uh, and the energy, I suppose, is the old superpower love because lots of hugs going on. It's like, oh, I haven't seen you for a whole month. Give me a hug. You know? And I know that's very touchy-feely and some people are like, I'm not going to do that. I'm an accountant. I'm not really not going to be into that. <laughs> But it is the kind of this excited energy of what's possible. What can we do? What can we, we create? Yeah, when you get a room full of people with the same energy, it's amazing mm. what can happen. Yeah, can it can get very emotional. Oh, we have the tissues handy just in case. Because you, you learn something new about yourself every time. It's such a lovely... So how are the, what, how are the meetings uh, structured? Okay, well, we um, have a little bit of open networking <laughs> at the beginning. Um, but generally, one of our collaborators, one of our members will present uh, for about an hour on themselves. And there isn't, oh, I went to this school and I got this qualification and then I went to university. It's more along the lines of, this happened in my life and it taught me this. And this is why I, I became that. And this is how I look at my business now. And this is my passion. And then they share some of their knowledge. They share what they feel is valuable to other people. Mm. So the audience in the room are gonna be gaining from them. They get some valuable insight. It might be about web What design. happens if you get someone really boring? Oh, we don't. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, some of the stories we've had um, everything from uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse, alcoholism. Oh, People wow. are really open and vulnerable and allow themselves to be vulnerable because actually they're tr for the first time in their lives they're standing up in front of a room and showing their true selves. Because people want the story. We talked about this off air, didn't we? Mm. No, we haven't really talked about your story. We've been talking about everything else. <laughs> <laughs> but and that's amazing. You create an environment. And, and again, in a gender neutral <clears throat> environment. So it, it sounds like it does sound quite a feminine type space thing to be doing. And yet men and women are in these spaces and she really, really sharing yeah. powerful things. Yeah. And when uh, the person that's presenting isn't like a normal uh, networking presentation, it's my business this and my mm. business that and I'm going to sell this and I'm going to sell that and this is how you can find me a referral. It is about them being authentic in that space. So people say the reason they like it, they come to, it's a safe space and they feel supported. And prepping and planning that whole presentation, they learn more about themselves doing that and did, delivering did you say it. presentations one hour? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. It's unusual, isn't it? And you this, really get to know that so person. Did, I mean, this is really interesting from an entrepreneurial <clears throat> point of view, saying you had this idea. How did you get it to market? We just started a conversation. And it's having conversations with people. And that's when, you know, you're talking about bright, shiny objects and all these opportunities mm. come. Have the conversation, have the conversation. And when it, it gets traction, it becomes real. And people were saying to us, so how do we join? And we're like, join what? There's nothing to join. <laughs> it's just it's just a chat. We're having a conversation. And eventually we went, all right, well, let's, let's have a meeting. Oh, so it wasn't, we've got this idea, we're going to monetize it and grow no. it. <clears throat> no. No. The book is making a movement because um, after about a year down the line, somebody said, you do realize this is not a business. This is a movement. You're trying to change the world. 
And we're like, yeah, I'm glad somebody else realises oh, it as well. Trying to change the world. Well, I yeah, <laughs> and I know if you talk about the big picture, people kind of get a little bit phased by it. But actually, changing the world by talking to someone sitting next to you, whether it's a big collaboration meeting or just you and me talking, mm. if you go away and have learnt something or want to take on something or want to challenge yourself through something I've said, that's my job done. Yeah. That's, that's me being B collaboration because I'm sharing what I've learned and what I know in order for you to have a different outlook on your life and where you're going with your life. So therefore, you're going to pay that forward to the next person, the next person, the next person. Oh, I, lo I love that you've just said so gender neutral and you're created this really sharing environment. It's quite unusual from anything else I've kind of heard of. But I mean, I've, I've been in another coaching group, similar thing with where you have that support mm. and you have that energy in the room. But this this is quite different. Thank you. You might have converted me. Anyway, this is Carmel Jane on the Carmel Jane Talks Business Show every Wednesday from 1 till 3 on Phoenix FM. You can tune in online, phoenixfm.com, or you can dial in, uh, if you're in the car or whatever, on Phoenix 98 FM. We're here today with a wonderful Jill Tiny, who is, who's, who's set out a... She wants to change the world with her B collaboration, <laughs> which I thought was networking, but it turns out um, it's more about creating a really safe coaching space, which is not just about business, but it's about finding your why. Um, sounds fascinating. And, and uh, we're talking off air how incredible it is that it's quite gender neutral, that, mm. that doesn't have to, it sounds very feminine, mm. people talking about, you know, really their why and, and, and some stuff being uncovered, but it's quite gender neutral. Mm. Um, so how can we take this idea of, where's our why and, and doing something for the better good. How can we take that into business? Um, well, I think one of the things that we are known for is creating a culture. And mm. every good business knows, especially if you're employing people, that you have to have a culture that is going to be pulling people together and getting them to um, be your raving fans if they're your mm -hmm. staff. The same as your customers, you want them to be your raving fans. Your suppliers, you want them to be your raving fans. So there has to be an understanding of what your core values are, uh, whether you're aligned, all these kind of things. And this is what we practice in, in the B Collaboration space. So people can take that away and go, hang on a minute, what are my core values in my business? Oh, I don't know, what do I stand oh. for? And we talk a lot because it's B Collaboration. The B is, who are you being? When you leave the room, what do people say about you? Oh. <laughs> are you exactly well, are you representing what you think you're representing? Are, are they talking about you, hopefully in a positive way, but are they talking about you in the way that is representative of your business? Do you line up with what your business should be about? What you want your business to be about, how you are creating your business. So understanding who you are what your core values are, how you translate them in your business, in your vision and your mission for your business. And it's not just filling out a lovely form and saying, here's my vision and mission, it's on an A4 sheet, so I'm gonna put it on the wall and nobody reads it. You actually live it yeah. and, and breathe it. So we talk about uh, our vision and mission is around the fierce scarcity and competition and we change it into love, connection and abundance. And we talk about collaboration is creating harmony um, and how a collaboration is just something that create something magical mm -hmm. with three or more people. We kind of start with the, the core three, like three legs of a stool. So think about that in your business. What does that look like for you? I got my mission, vision and culture statement together over a year ago. And right. I feel it's made a real difference, especially to the team, to the employees. Exactly. They kind of know this is our values. Yeah. I mean, we have a big one of mine is we've got a duty of care to all the people we photograph to make them look good and feel good and all about the customer service and really creating memories. But it did help clarify that. Mm. And I do feel, I mean, my team, love you all. We're in such a good place at the moment. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's important. But it's having it down. Yeah. yeah. Now, is that your core values, which is fine. Do you know what their core values are? 
I don't know, actually. So I think they want to take nice photos of all my lovely, lovely people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is, I, do, I think it kind of grows from there, that people want to be part of the team. But yeah, I, haven't, I haven't actually asked them what they're... Yeah, it's just curious to find out. So if I'm coaching anybody, especially like a husband and wife or a mother and daughter or whoever it is in business, um, it's all very well for one person to go, well, my core values are honesty and integrity and what, whatever they happen to be. And the other person goes, yeah, not so much. They don't realize. Yeah, so it's kind of finding that middle ground and that, that place. And when you know that if your staff are happy and they are... Um, as you say, you're in a good place right now, that is probably because you are aligned. Uh, but it's it's an unknown, you haven't sat down and discussed it and talked about it. And you probably, if you gave them an exercise to do to find out what their core values are, you go, oh yeah, it's the same as me, okay. look. And that's why it's working. But to understand why it's working, you see, because when it goes wrong and you're like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with them, or obviously something's happened and there's a, well, there's a misalignment. So do, you, do people do core values before they employ people? They should do. Oh, mm. we've got to have a chat off air. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is it, yeah. Okay, well, um, oh, I was say, oh, we're talking about, you've got to sit back and do it. And actually, um, I have mentioned already, I'm off on a yoga retreat next mm. week. So I've been working a bit hard and I need to just step outside my Dead business. jealous. Oh, girl. Spain, it's been 22 degrees. Are you bendy? Can you do yoga? No, I'm not really bendy, <laughs> but I think that means it's even more important that you do yeah, it. Yeah, probably you're all tightened up and you oh, need to loosen up. It's going to be lovely. I've been playing tennis, which is great, but it's quite physical and quite competitive. And yeah. I just need to just chill out. So I'm going on my own. It's all vegan. Um, mm. I don't know whether I'm going to kind of chill out and forget about work or I'm going to get loads of ideas. I hope I'm just going to chill out and forget about work. It's a bit of both, probably. Initially, you'll chill out. And then the last two days, you'll probably go, <gasps> I want to do this, I want to do this. And all these little bright ideas will come. It's so important to get out of your business. And I, I know I, wasn't, I didn't do B collaboration, but I've been in groups like that where you, you go away from your business and yes. the ideas just come flooding in, don't they? But as I say, it might just be walking the dog. Right. Yeah, you know, to get out there and... Exactly. Get back to nature. Be outdoors. Um, my thing is, uh, whenever everything... I've got a big decision to make, I need to be near the ocean. And when I say ocean, I'm not talking South End. I'm yeah. talking, you know, Atlantic. Let's get down to Cornwall. And then you can... You get clarity. And that's what's beautiful. And you get that... That's kind of... Again, it's back to the intuition. You get this, yes, that's a good decision. Mm. Yes, that's what I'm, I'm going to choose to do that. That's going to be fantastic. And then you can move forward with confidence. And then it's easier to enroll other people into your plans of what you're doing. And again, it comes back to the culture thing. So you get people, you're enrolling them on where you want to go. There's a top tip, get out of your business. And so you can work on it. I mean, you have to be there, probably a lot of us day to day, but yeah. actually you've got to step away. We're starting to run out of time. You're so joking. I know. I'm here for the <laughs> afternoon, Carmel. <laughs> I'm settled in now, yeah. can't we carry on? <laughs> um, where's B Collaboration going to be in five years? Good question. Um, in my head, uh, it's a global organisation. We've got an online platform, so we do still do the online stuff as well. So mm. that's already global. We've got people in America and Spain and Holland and South Africa and all over the place. Not New Zealand yet. Put it out there. We want well, someone I've, from New I've Zealand. Got, I've got New Zealand listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. My Please. mum, she loves it. So we're, I have people as well. So basically we're online, but I would love to see, especially in the UK, a meeting in every town and people from that meeting ha um, holding meetings in every school. So they volunteered to put these kind of meetings in schools. So if schools were able to have a collaboration meeting, we would be empowering our next generation mm. to think differently, to view the world from a different place, to realise that it's in their control, providing they can collaborate okay, with other people and they work from a place But these kids abundance. are pretty good. They do this, oh, this strike, which hasn't get enough coverage because of the B word. Mm. Um, the global, the, uh, global warming, it's not called that. 
positive, you know, they're going climate to struggle with climate change. Yeah. And um, just amazing these youngsters are doing it. They yes. Have, just, yeah, but we've got to show them how they can collaborate. We're just yeah. about out of time. We've, I've got two books in front of me. Step up from desperation to inspiration in 12 simple step, steps and making of a movement, the B collaboration story, both by Jill. How do you, how do you get hold of these, Jill? Oh, they're both on Amazon. Um, just go onto Amazon and go Jill Tiny, with a, Jill with a G and Tiny with an E. Um, and I, they're both there. Um, so this is all about fear, scarcity and competition to love, connection and abundance. And yeah. your desperation to inspiration, this is about how do you start a business or how do you... It's, it's if... Whether you're in business now or whether you're starting a business, it is literally 12 simple steps. And if all you do is read one chapter a month and do three things from that chapter, by the end of the year, you'll have a totally different business. So it's just a basic business book, but it's the simple stuff that is common sense that some people don't and see. And these books, they're not, they're not massive tombs. No. But there's a lot of information. They've got pretty... pictures in <laughs> as well, you know? Pictures, <laughs> they're making easy. When you're falling asleep at night in bed trying to read your books. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. No, they look really fantastic. And good Thank on you. you. Writing a book is a good way to put yourself out there, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And if you're in business and you haven't written your book yet, get it, get going because it's so valuable. And please, I'm happy to help people get that off, out of their head and onto paper as well. So I'm friends with Ross Wilshire, the photographer, and we he came and he, when I think he was halfway through his book telling me all about you. And I did um, get my title and I've written two chapters. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> but it is tough as you've got to put the time aside into it. I can do it in 10 weeks, my love. Want to do it in 10 weeks? No, don't give me ideas before my yoga holiday. Okay. I'm going to go and chill out, all right? I'm not going to be lying. I'm going to do my no. yoga and writing my book in my head. <laughs> do it when you get back. I'll let you have that. Go on then. Yes, Enjoy don't, that don't encourage me because I, I've got to just, yeah, step away from your business yeah. and, and chill your brain out. Yeah, um, Jill, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. And I just think welcome. what you're doing is fantastic. Um, all the details, we're going to put this up on the Phoenix FM website and all the details will be there. But it is um, B, just like BE collaboration. Um, website, Facebook, uh, Twitter and LinkedIn, Jill Tiny with an E. Really fantastic lady. Thank you so, so much for coming You're very in. welcome. I've had a great time. Yes. Thank you. We're going to do a woman's show, talking about things off air, menopause and stuff. Oh, they yeah. Might, they might be a bit much for lunchtime. Maybe we should make it a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to play <laughs> Jill's final choice, Yes and the Plastic Population, The Only Way Is Up. And I, do we need an explanation on this one? Oh, it was at a time when I was suffering and we were skin and we had no money and the business was brand new and the only way indeed was I love up. that. See, we come on, we're all shiny, it's all wonderful, but everyone has been through their hard times, oh, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, yeah. The only way you is learn up. so much. Jill Tyner, you've been wonderful. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed that. Loads of inspirational and motivational stuff and thinking about how we can really collaborate to build a better world. A huge thanks for Jill for being a guest on the show. I'm Carmel Jane and this is the Carmel Jane Talks Business podcast. And don't forget, dream bigger, believe bigger and make a difference. <laughs>